Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, just joining us through our online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. I'm excited to welcome author Christine Gallagher-Carney to our broadcast today. She's celebrating a brand-new book. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this. It's called What We Leave Behind. We'll talk to her not only about what it's like for her to write this historical fiction, but also the personal connection to herself and what it's been like for her to see the early response to it as well. If you all are just now finding out about what we leave behind, of course, we'll let you know how to get your own copy of it and stay connected with Christine. Christine, thank you again for the time. Really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Well, look, I've been looking forward to this. This book, I think, is, is so interesting. I mentioned in my introduction it being historical fiction, but I think there is a, such a, a connection people will feel with it today because of some of the themes you talk about. We'll get more into that. But I want to talk about this experience for you because this is a personal book for you. What has it been like for you to see the way that people have been responding to it? Uh, it's been very exciting, actually. Um, a lot of people related to the content and what's in the book. Uh, it's based on my maternal grandmother who uh, we discovered in 1980 after my mom got in touch with her birth mother. Um, and it, it, that part has always stayed with me. So it started actually as a personal story, which couldn't work really as a personal story because we didn't know enough about her. So I ended up turning it into a kind of a story inspired by her life. Yeah, I love that. And I think it, it is a life of not only resilience, but also life after loss. And I, I even with the title, Christine, when I was reading the book, What We Leave Behind, I was thinking of so many things, both figuratively and literally. What was it like for you when you decided to write this book to kind of think about that theme throughout her story? It, I mean, it starts almost from page one, right, where she's on the airplane thinking about leaving her family behind. Um, and she never actually gets to see her, her parents again after she leaves Germany after the war to join her husband in Minneapolis. So that's the first thing um, she leaves behind to take on this dream she's taking a chance on. So I think, like you said, it weaves through the entire book. And I think that part is so relatable because in life there are so many twists and turns and there's paths that we have to take and in those paths and those choices, you do have to make decisions to leave certain things behind to take in, on and explore new new opportunities. Right. Did the personal connection make it easier or more difficult to write, Christine? <laughs> uh, at times it made it very difficult, uh, but it made it easier to keep going. Uh, okay. For anyone who's ever read historical fiction, it is very easy uh, to get – I guess, lost in the actual historical pieces and what's happening during that time period. And that's part of the challenge right. of writing a book like this. So for me, I just kept coming back to what would have been true for Ursula and her character in the book and what would, what would that experience have been like for her. And that helps me kind of stay focused and just connect it to her as a character on the page. Yeah. You had 
historical fiction or fiction in gen- I mean, uh, or history in general, Christine, has that always been an interest of yours when it comes to thinking about what you like to read, what you enjoy? Absolutely. Um, I think I grew up reading Laura Ingalls Wilder, <laughs> being from Minnesota. Mm. Those were some of early books that I really enjoyed. Uh, and I, I just think it's a really great experience to learn about the generations that have come before us and the lessons that they have for us today and the relatability of the experiences that they have in the application. I know you've mentioned how the themes uh, come alive today. I was writing a lot yeah. of this during the pan- pandemic, and I, mm. you know, learning about polio, another pandemic, <laughs> right. and seeing how they would have reacted to it, it all felt very real on the page because there was the same anxiety around this unknown um, illness that was going around and then outside my window and uh, in you know just in, in my own social circle every day we were talking about it so very, right. that part was kind of eerie but relatable yeah I, I love the fact with Ursula and I'm going to talk around some of this Christine for those who have not read it of course we're going to let the, our audience know how they can get it I love the fact that you did not make life easy for her and I bring it up for a couple of reasons you know even though we're talking about historical fiction talking about things that may be based on a person or a place or even situations. You know, of course, the author has a lot of license. And I love the fact that the book, I think, is so relatable and so connecting with the reader is because life is not easy, right? And even for Ursula, Mm -hmm. going and wanting something at a different place because of the aspiration of it shows it's not always what we think it is. What was that like for you to kind of think about for yourself, the connection of a lot of times, you know, when people are going looking for something better, it doesn't always look like what they think it looks like. Yeah, that I think it, it was almost a challenge because at some point I wondered if anyone's actually going to want to read this because she does face so many challenges. <laughs> um, you know, are they going to stick with Ursula throughout the book? It's you know broken down into these three parts, and each part has pretty big con- you know challenges that she faces with arriving right. in the U.S., getting polio in the second part, and then the third part, which I don't want to some other really big family changes that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has to make some personal choices. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did wonder about that. So I'm glad that you actually appreciated that it was it was just relatable, I guess, because I think there are so many circumstances where we, we look at it and face it. Even writing the book itself was a challenge for me because of how many years it spans, how much of it relates back to somebody who I knew and then it being my very first book that I've actually finished and, and putting out into the world. So that in and of itself is an extremely vulnerable moment. And sure. having that is <laughs> scary, right? Um, you don't, you, you know, once it's out of your hands, the book is everyone else's and no longer yours. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I totally get that. And I think readers will appreciate, I think, the way that the book is written, um, Christine, in that it does allow us to kind of see ourselves. Uh, there are several moments, whether it's through a conversation or, you know, or, you know, a reflection that you wonder, what would I do in this situation? You know, would I be able mm. to do this? Did you have that same type of, of connection that way, wondering if you would have had the strength? Or I, I guess from myself as the reader, honestly, I think what all of us learn is that we become stronger through the adversity. That definitely seemed to be the case with Ursula in the book. Did you feel that same connection with her there? I, she made me stronger through this process. I don't think I would have finished this book if it weren't for her because I just kept thinking, 
if Ursa can face all these challenges and did face these challenges in her life on the page, I can finish this work. <laughs> I, can, I can get a few more pages written today. I can put this out. I can query and try to see if I can even get this published and stick with the, the journey itself. Yeah. Well, I think we all are glad that you did. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're already having a great conversation today with Christine gallagher Carney. She's the author of the new book, What We Leave Behind. I'm going to remind you how you can be able to get the book for yourself and stay connected with Christine. So what was it like for you to go from being a reader to now doing this, having strangers like myself asking you questions about, <laughs> about your book and, and now sharing it with the world? What has that been like for you? It's a transformational experience. Um, I would say a lot of it has been surreal. When I first got the copy of the hard copy of the book in my hands, I just thought I've just created a bunch of words and then somebody pretended to put them between covers. And I don't think, <laughs> is this really something that I wrote? I was shocked that it was even a, a real thing that I could hold. Um, yeah. I, I think what's really exciting, though, is the community that you create with writing a book. Uh, because it's not a singular process. And part of this, which I haven't talked about yet, is that this journey wouldn't have been possible without my mom and her excitement about the story and her curiosity about her birth mother and wanting to dig in. She was beside, beside me the whole time helping research, digging in, and getting excited about all these historical details and just learning more things about what Ursula's life um, could have been like. So that, that part, I I couldn't have expected all that to come out of five, six years of work, but that is one of the biggest things that I cherish about about that. Um, so becoming an author, I got to have this really exciting relationship with my mom in a way that I uh, love and will forever cherish. Hmm. You also share in the author note the connection with Ursula as well. What was it like for you to think about that, your mutual love of writing? Oh, so this is cool. So I got to get her electric typewriter, which I had aspirations of fixing because it's broken. And I really, really wanted to write uh, the last pages of the book on the typewriter, but I didn't get it fixed in time. Um, but I still have it. So I'm planning on getting it fixed so I can continue to write. But I just imagined her sitting out of her own typewriter writing these stories. And then you know, generations later and, you know, her legacy and her strength inside of me and then letting that come out on the page and just that that feels really powerful to be able to have that generational um just that that shared experience of writing yeah it, it it is amazing how small the world is, Christine, which I did not know if I was not such a nerd and did not read acknowledgments. <laughs> um, Christine, <laughs> Francine Falk Allen is someone who's also been a guest on our broadcast discussing her book oh, as well. So when I read Francine being thanked in your book, I thought, oh, my goodness, what a small world. What a small world it is. Talk to us about those connections you've been able to make, like with Francine and others who have been with you on this journey. Yeah. So Francine's also a She Writes Press author, and she wrote her memoir of her getting polio and living through it and post-polio. She was one of my early readers. I got in contact with her after I read her memoir and asked if she would be open to reading some of the pages about Ursula, especially after she gets ill and is recovering from polio. 
and then our relationship blossomed from there, and we are stayed friends, and um, hopefully we can do an event together uh, yeah. out in San Francisco. So that that part, I think, what I mentioned before with community is what the unexpected connections that you get to make with people, and you know, strangers are across the nation that you get to connect with um, is a really just unexpected and rewarding part of writing a book. Yeah. What surprised you? the most about what you were able to discover about Ursula, but also what kind of evolved and came to be in the book? What, what was it that you can share with us that was a surprise for you that kind of stays with you? Uh, so the, the biggest reward was um, writing the third, the third section of the book, and that's okay. her experience. Um, getting pregnant and then making the choice to give up her child who in real life is my mother. Um, For adoptees, often they will ask, um, why was I given up? Um, My mom asked me that question. It was more rhetorical, I think. And she just wondered, why was I given up? And after she read the manuscript and read that third section, she said to me that I now understand and have a way better appreciation for why Ursula made the decision to give me up that couldn't have been possible or even foreseen as an outcome of writing the book until it was actually written. And to me, that's such a beautiful thing. And it's so unexpected to be able to just create uh, out of this experience. Yeah. Since you mentioned the third act, I'd want to mention something, if you don't mind, that really struck me, that really shows the evolution of Ursula through all of her experiences, and that was the conversation. Is it pronounced Mateo, uh, Christine? Yes. Yep. Okay. The, her conversation with Mateo and basically were her trying to encourage Mateo and, and, and think about how he can be able to take his basically his life in his hands and sharing her own experiences and him saying to her, maybe your life would have been better if you'd stayed. Uh, and her response is something I made a note of because I think it was so possible, so uh, powerful. How dare you judge the circumstances of my life just because you cannot accept your own? That was a really powerful statement. What was that like for you to gift those words to Ursula? And what, is, what do you hope the reader thinks about with that? Because I thought, wow, so many times we do, we are quick to make decisions about people um, that we don't even make about ourselves, right? We're able to, to say what people should be doing and what, they, you know, what they're not doing instead of looking at ourselves and thinking, well, what am I doing? <laughs> what it, you know. So what was that like for you to kind of think about that phrase for yourself, but also when the reader gets to that point as well? Yeah, I mean, when I started researching this book, it, it was tough in that regard because Ursula's life, I mean, she grew up just as the war was starting in Germany and lived during that time. And I relied on a memoir of a, a German woman who was a little girl and her experiences growing up under the Nazi regime. And I just, throughout that, throughout the writing experience, I always wondered how Ursula would try to reconcile that childhood and understanding growing up under such hateful experiences and make sense of that in her life in the U.S. because it was so different. Um, And to me, when Matteo provides a mirror in that she gets to look at somebody else who's being very influenced by a political leader in a way that is disturbing to Ursula. And so for her to finally say, you have to take in the context of someone's life and look at the circumstances they have faced 
and it's unfair to just it's almost like it's unfair to judge a book by its cover um so for for that's kind of what i was thinking as i was putting that on the page to to really show the complexity of trying to make sense of a past um under those circumstances does that make sense it does it definitely does um was it easy for you, I mean, as you mentioned, your first published novel, uh, one, of course, that has such a personal connection with you, was it easy for you to let the story go? Uh, you mean after I wrote the last words? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was ready for it to have an ending. Um, okay. And it, I think after the process of going through it and sitting with it and multiple revisions and many difficult revisions and trying to decide what stayed and what remained, I had to cut a character that I fell in love with, um, but it didn't work, the, the guy didn't work in the story, so I had to take him out. Um, I, I was ready. I was ready to see the book be finished. And so I could also, I think you had mentioned that we'd talk a little bit more about what's next, but yeah, I have to make room for more stories. And this is a story that's been with me for so long that I was ready to put, to finish it, really. <laughs> wrap, wrap, wrap it up and share it with the world. Um, since I've known about Ursula for so, so many years since I was a kid. It's, right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find, and uh, if you don't want to answer this, that's, that's totally fine. But I, I have, have to, having done this show now for quite a while, I think a lot of times when people enjoy something from someone, we as readers... Uh, we can become selfish and expect that person to always do that. Is historical fiction a lane that you see for yourself, or do you see yourself exploring other things? I will be exploring other things, so I may be disappointing other readers who want to see more historical <laughs> fiction for me. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I've been asked this already about the historical fiction piece, and I honestly think that I wouldn't have started with historical fiction if it weren't for Ursula and her story Uh, and the circumstances around her story in 1940s, 1950s, I, I dove in. Um, And it was, it was exciting to explore that time period and look back, but I also really like contemporary fiction and Mm. other stories and, and current day. Awesome. So like Ursula embracing the challenges of the day. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Love it, love it. Well, a great conversation with you, Christine. So glad we had a chance to chat. Again, everyone, Christine gallagher Carney has been our guest. What We Leave Behind is the new book. It's available now through our friends at She Writes Press, who always delivers great books for us. You can get it through our friends at Amazon.com or through your favorite local bookstore. If they don't have it, I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. Christine, how can our audience stay connected with you? Or you can find me on Instagram at C. Gallagher Carney. I'd be, love to connect with you on chat, and chat more about the book. All right. Well, Christine, congratulations to you. Really appreciate the time today and looking forward to our next conversation together. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care.